millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffle. This is Connor Explains. My name's Dan. Uh, Mark is also here. Hello. Uh, this is the episode where we take just one topic, one subject, and we, we put our best mind on the case. The man who thinks like no other. The man who thinks so outside of the box, he's outside of the shop that you find the box in. His name is Connor. Hello, Connor. How are we? Yeah, the man who has been sat there figuring out how to put his chair down and then look like a kid in a candy store when he finally figured it out. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's what we're playing with. He is, yeah. A man who can't explain... The simple levers on an office chair. It's a, it's a nice disguise lever on these chairs, though. Hard to find. Found it, though. The man who, because this is the start of November, started growing a moustache in November, yeah. and in fairness, fair play three days in. Yeah. Mmm. Can't go near any schools with that, can you? No. No, 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 no. So, what are you explaining today? Fast food. What are you explaining about fast What is there to explain? Bit of a history of fast food. <laughs> okay. So bit, when you say history, how far back are we going? 1860s. Because as we, of course, know from this podcast, Pompeii had a lot of fast food outlets. Mm. And that is a lot further. Why do we know that from the podcast? Because that was a fact that I brought to the podcast. Thanks for paying attention, Connor. Your listening and respect means a lot to me every week. If, you've, if you miss that fact and you've just found us, make sure you do go scroll back in your podcast feed, listen to all the different baffle. There are three facts every single week for you. And on Fridays, we, we do one thing. The thing with this, Connor, is Connor explains it. You're meant to be explaining big topics. Like, yeah. We've done huge things in the past and you're doing the history of a burger. Yeah, it was kind of running a bit short this week, to be honest with you. There's many concepts out in the world. Well, you could share some, couldn't you, on the WhatsApp group? It's almost like we did. No, you didn't. The, the job is that you're explaining something. Yeah, but I need right, a bit of so- help. It's not, it's not, I tell you what, we're going to be going, we're going to have to a meeting, I reckon. We might have to get a few listeners involved. This isn't an episode where you two doss off and I do all of it. Absolutely. Would help. That is absolutely yeah. what this is. All right. Thank you. Right, so, the history of fast food. Okay, Classy, no. Can I just ask, yeah. why? Why? What, what, what this week made you go, I'll do the history of fast food? Do you know food. what? No, genuinely, I had no idea how fast food was created. The idea of, like, when I talk about dry, uh, when I talk about fast food, talking about, like, drive throughs as well, and just that concept, because I went to a drive through and I thought, this is quite cool. I wonder how this was ever created. I was a bit like, this is, there's got to be a reason to it, you know? You know what? I've been uh, hoping and wishing for a long time doing this show that, you would add a touch of curiosity to your life. You do something and think, oh, why is this happening? And mm. you've, I mean, it's taken you, you know, driving in your car to a McDonald's. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, the history of fast food, where do we start? So fast food began with the first fish and chip shop. It was Britain that actually started the concept of fast food. Good old Britain. Good old Britain. In the When do you reckon it was? 1850 something. Oh, good, good, good guess. 1863. 1860s, yeah, it was 1861. Almost like you said that about two minutes ago, and it was <laughs> oh, just a, it was more of a memory test than anything um, else. But yeah, drive through restaurants were brought into the world and, and made popular in the 1950s, and it was the United States that made it a real thing. Do you know? I would have been impressed if drive throughs were more, were, were bigger pre cars. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, that would have been an impressive feat if On they were. your horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The first fish and chip restaurants, do we know anything about them? So this is back in the 1860s. No, so it was less about the restaurant side of things, but more about fish and chip shops started delivering fish and chips in fast supply in the 1860s. Right. So it was like fast food. So people would go in order, take it away. It'd be quick. It'd be what a fish and chip shop is. You know, the idea of less fine dining and more go in and grab your food and out you go. It was fast food. It was something quick to grab. So what happens in, I know that you've done a lot of research for uh, post-1950. What happened in the intervening years? So between 1860 and 1950, is it just fish and chips for everyone? Well, it was. The, you can even go further back from that. Um, and it wasn't actually described as fast food, but there was lots of catering that happened. This was ancient Greece and Rome times for travellers, inns and taverns, which served food to guests back in those days. That was actually the same concept as fast food. And it was the idea of a ty- different type of dining. It just wasn't given a name. Um, and it was for people that were traveling through different cities and towns and things like that. But it wasn't actually known as fast food, but the concept kind of was there. The reason that this is quite interesting is because the idea of fast food, when I was doing my research, wasn't really something that a lot of people done. I mean, I'm sure when you look, remember like history lessons at school and things like that, eating was a big thing. There used to be, you know, big tables, all the family would come over. It'd be quite a you know, and food almost distinguished how rich you were and, and how poor you were and different types of foods. So the idea of fast food, it was it was a quite an exciting thing that happened, I think, when it when it arrived. So well, then we come to the fifties. What what happens aside from the car? What happens aside from the car, the popularity of the car, that means more people are having fast food. Okay, so it's a fast food chain called White Castle. Ever heard of them? I have, because I think it's the one from Harold and Kumar. Get the munchies. Yeah, yeah, I think it is as well. I don't know that for sure, but that's where it rung the bell for me. Get up, we're going to White Castle. We're starving. Uh, White Castle opened in Wichita uh, in Cannes in 1921. Khan, Can, K-A-N? Kansas, right. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas, there we go. Um, and they... <laughs> In Cannes, in Cannes. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, in Cannes. And White Castle was actually credited with the invention of the hamburger bun as well, at the same time as creating the first fast food chain. Oh, I love a bit. I love a burger right now. Hamburger bun, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's recognised today as the oldest fast food chain in America. They're still going today. It's interesting that they are so they are the earliest, but by no means the biggest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it was the two owners, Billy Ingram, the name, and Walter Anderson, sold their small square burgers known as sliders for five cents. And the reason they were the oldest fast food chain was because they were creating small, cheap food at a very, very fast rate. Fast food. Have you seen the film The Founder? No. No. The Founder is with mm, maybe Michael Keaton. 
it's a, it's where he is the guy who kind of gets McDonald's up and running. He mm-hmm. sells them the equipment that makes McDonald's. And then I think he might take it over in a bit of skullduggery. But there's a lot about the um the 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 invention of fast food and that. Yeah, well, it, McDonald's obviously was one of the biggest ones that arrived. The big players that created, you know, fast food as a thing on the map, and the idea of it being a popular thing. McDonald's was one of the first companies still today, probably the biggest. Um, question for you, which I found quite interesting. Give me a date that you think, yeah, the Big Mac burger was created. Mm, I feel like it's a trick question and it's later than I think. Maybe. I'm going to go in the 90s. The 90s? Okay. 83. It was 1968 that the Big Mac was created and it was 49 Mm. cents. And that was when it was first created. The first proper like hamburger that that was as a concept of fast food. But still, I don't think we can really call it a hamburger. Is it really a hamburger? Well, really? I think they would be, I think that we, we'd get into libel territory there because I'm mm. fairly certain they're pretty insistent that they've got 100% beef in their patties. Well, there we go, yeah. That was one of the things that worried me about the campaign that McDonald's started doing a while back where they were like, now, chicken nuggets, now with 100% chicken. Mm. And it's like, what was I eating before? Yeah, that is the big question. I'm a big fan because they've just made the McPlants. Which is a lovely mm. plant-based burger, which means I can tuck, tuck Have you in. Tried it? Yeah, is it out yet? Delicious. I'm not just saying this. I genuinely think you wouldn't t- taste the difference if you weren't told, and they didn't put the vegan cheese. The vegan cheese kind of gives it away because yeah. there's always a bit of a fake cheesiness to it. But if they swapped fake meat patties with meat patties, you wouldn't notice, and you'd feel lighter because I, they're not as heavy. I think I would probably agree with that. The vegan cheese would do it for me 100. percent But I think if you was to give, I probably wouldn't know if I had a blindfold on. If you. I've had a lot of Big Macs, so I could definitely tell if it wasn't a Big Mac. Generally thought you were about to say that. I've had a lot of blindfolds. I've had a lot of blindfolds. Um, but yeah, so what I found quite interesting, though, was when fast food met drive throughs that, con- that kind of concept of driving through and ordering your fast food um, and how that happened. So the first drive through created was Red's Giant Hamburger down home joint along Route 66 in Springfield, Missouri. And that opened in 1947. I mean, so that's early. That is early, early, yeah. Like, fast food, was, it was kind of on the map, but, you know, it wasn't as big as it is now. So drive throughs kind of happened, the idea of taking food through a drive through But I imagine this back in 1947 as being the longest wait of your life. I can't imagine they were banging out chicken nugs in about four seconds flat. Do you reckon you're ordering, like, a beef pie with some peas and you're waiting a good 20 minutes? until you get it three hours later yeah I can imagine it's not quite as fast as it is now but, but c- sitting in a, like waiting in a car back then would be a lot more romantic you know yeah. you've got your your girl by your side and I guess at that point you had or actually to be fair not by that point but you had you know driving theatres and stuff and that always just looked so much better back in sort of like good. the 50s and the 60s especially and- when these like the films where they've got the drop top caddies and they're driving along and it's really really good um, but yeah so the drive through was actually created off the back of a gas station owner Sheldon Red Cheney's name was decided probably be a good time to do this cool new thing which is a restaurant within the gas station where you can order some restaurant food and off you pop and that was the drive through and then obviously fast food over the years developed the idea of drive through and that's where we are today which is just and now you get drive through anything get drive through banks in America nowadays drive through banks yeah but fast food big 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 industry pose another question to you 2018 Dan what do you reckon the fast food industry how, was worth? Go how, on. How am I meant to know this? Globally. Rough guess. Go on, Dan, give a guess. Give a guess on a topic that you have absolutely no idea and have been given no steer on. Go uh, on, Dan, give um, a guess. I don't know. Th- 300 billion pounds. Wow. Good guess. 301. Yeah. 570 billion. 
Yeah. Oh, Dan, you were so far <laughs> away. How could you be so far away on a topic that you know so little about? I was almost 300 billion away. Almost, yeah, yeah. So that's what we've learned. That's what you've learned. Any, any other like tidbits of the history? We know the first one was on Route 66. We know that it started with fish and chips. We know White Castle did fast food. What else? What else? What are the big things you've learned that you can summarise in the history of fast food? The 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 biggest thing was the uh, moment that McDonald's broke onto the scene. That was the biggest movement, really. It was the idea that they were able to because fast food now the actual definition of it is the idea of not cooking food fresh as such. It's food that is ready. You get it quick. That's the idea. And McDonald's were the first company, probably still the best at it, where they can do that in such a fast, high capacity of delivery. When does the Colonel, with his 11 herbs and spices, enter the fray? Do you know? What, KFC? No idea. I don't eat KFC. Great, okay. Great, therefore. I don't do you eat, eat White therefore, Castle? I don't no. eat KFC. It's bad for the IBS. Corner has IBS. Corner has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. <laughs> yeah, but have, but have you eaten White Castle? Uh, White Castle, yeah, been there a few times, yeah. yeah. You've been to Cannes? Been to Cannes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, my biggest highlight in the history of fast food was in the early noughties when McDonald's tried to do a, a hot dog. Do you remember this? Yes, hot I do. Hot diggity, dog diggity, and what you do to me? It's so new to me. What you do to me? Mark, can I just? I feel like of, this is not the first time that's happened. We can't have any more music guests on because <laughs> this, this is what happens. happens. This yeah. happens. Dan thinks he's. You get all one. up in your head. Ty was on this week, and now look at yeah, you. Yeah. Um. Do you know one thing that does really frustrate me about McDonald's though? Really bugs me. Mark, you're probably more on this because Dan doesn't eat meat. Sure. When they do the special stuff, so like the spicy nugs yeah. or the mini Big Mac or yeah. the McSpicy, yeah. tastes incredible, really good, disappears. Yeah, well, that's, the yeah point. Well, that's the whole point but of it. Because it's, it's better than the actual well, No, because menu. then when it comes back, you're like, oh, it it's back. This is brilliant. It doesn't it's like, come back. It's like, why would you do the Monopoly game all year round? It doesn't come You've back. You've got to get some excitement. You've got to get people in there, Connor. It's all mm. about marketing. It's about business. Here's a question for you that you won't know anything about, Connor. Okay. How, what percentage of McDonald's ice cream machines are broken in New York City right now? Probably about 40%. I would say it's about 80. 28.57% are broken. Wow. I feel like it's more. Anytime I go into McDonald's, uh, milkshake machine's broken. I think that's a cop out. I've always said it. Yeah. Absolutely. I reckon half the time it ain't even broken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. there's a reason they're always broken in hot, in hot weathers because they can't be able to make the McFlurries. Um, what else we got? 10% of McFlurry machines around the world are currently broken. If you want to find out more, it's a McBroken.com. McBroken.com. Okay. A um, little one for you as well. Did you know that when you go through the drive through at McDonald's, you can actually ask for a recipe book? You have to pay for it, surely. Yeah, you do, yeah. Just in case you really want those chicken katsu nugs, make yeah. them at home. I mean, I don't really understand what the recipe is for making a nugget, isn't it? Just so you can have chicken, you can have the chicken nugs from McDonald's, but you can't have the kernels, eleven herbs and spices on his chicken. Yeah, I just don't really eat KFC. Well, apparently, I don't so. really eat Burger King either. No, no, I'm I'm a McShack Go- guy. Golden Arches only. Yeah, McGangbang all the way. Is that a thing? Yeah, McGangbang. Yeah. Why is that called that? Double cheeseburger. I'll open it. Secret up, menu. Put, put a mayo chicken in it. Close it. Calories through the roof. It always annoyed me when they said the secret menu, like it was something McDonald's knew. It was like, no, it's just people are doing this. It's yeah. not a secret menu. And it's not even like it's, uh, oh my God, we'll make this thing that's entirely bespoke for you. It's like, no, you're just going to take two menus, two, two items on the menu think, and no, just put them good. together. It's good they've created the vegan, but they're very behind on that, aren't they? 
yeah. pretty much most companies now. I'm with it, you. Like, they took, a, they took a long time and they were giving us the rubbish veggie wrap, which was awful. Even KFC, the home of slaughter. You know, that that did it mm. first. Yeah, no, those I Those are Dan's views and not those of the podcast. Yeah. There we go. The history of fast food. You're very welcome. Next week, I think shoelaces. I think I think history. I think history is a loose term. I think history is whatever it you know whatever it feels to the person. Some history of fast food. You know, you asked me to talk about you know the kings and how that happens over the years. Couldn't really give much of a sh- chicken nugs. How they were created. Purchasing food for a window. You're you're in my world there. Give a shit about that. If you're having KFC, giving many shits about that. Yeah, K- it, it really tickles. It really, really tickles the belly. Info at baffledpod.com is the place you need to go if you would like to suggest something and the bar is clearly set quite low. Yeah, can I just say as well, sorry to interrupt, Dan. This is just the second episode. Just for people, I do worry sometimes that people come along to this second episode, hear me rambling on about the history of fast food and think, is this it every week? Like, no, this is just the added episode. Sadly, the, ab- the added episodes are like this every week. Yeah. Info at, info at bafflepod.com. That's where you need to go. We're in the middle, slap bang in the middle of our guest fest. Uh, if you missed it, make sure you catch up with Ty Verdes. He was on uh, earlier this week. Uh, we've got Sonny J from Capital. He won Dancing on Ice. What a random thing. He, he, he's on as well. Uh, and yeah, loads more coming your way for the month of November. Give us a follow on our TikTok we are, and our socials. We are at bafflepod on all of those. And we'll see you Tuesday with a brand new guest for you. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more facts. Until then, bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.